What's Securing, a cybersecurity-focused podcast, brought to you by Data Connect. Hi everyone, and welcome back to What's Securing. I hope you all had a lovely bank holiday weekend, celebrating the coronation of our new king. Hopefully, you all got a glimpse of the sunshine as well, just like we did in Yorkshire. On today's episode, we're going to be looking at fishing. Unfortunately, not the kind that you get to sit enjoying the peace and quiet. Before we jump into the different types of phishing attacks, let's take this right down to the basics. We're going to talk about what is phishing and why we're discussing it today. The NCSC, or the National Cyber Security Centre, who you might remember from one of our previous Cyber Essentials episodes, is a governing body that aims to provide cyber security advice and education to people, organisations and government. They define phishing as when attackers attempt to trick users into doing the wrong thing, such as clicking a bad link that will download malware or direct them to a dodgy website. According to the 2023 Cybersecurity Breaches Survey, 79% of businesses identified phishing attack attempts. I think at some point in time, many people have come across a phishing attack of some kind or what could be one whether that's in the workplace or even in our personal lives. Some of the ones I know I've seen are a text that looks like it's from a delivery company asking me to click a link, to track a parcel or to rearrange a delivery when I've not ordered anything. And more often than ever, the way these texts or emails are displayed is really convincing, using the name of brands we know and trust or replicating messages we'd expect to see. These are examples of social engineering techniques which aim to create a sense of urgency, curiosity or fear in its targets. Trying to manipulate its victims to hand over sensitive information, click through to malicious websites or download potentially harmful content. Phishing attacks are becoming more frequent and increasingly complex each year and has far-reaching impacts for organisations. According to Tessian, who offer cutting-edge technology in the email security field, the most common outcomes of a phishing attack include loss of data, credentials and or accounts compromised, organisations infected with ransomware, malware and financial losses. Not only do phishing attacks create complicated scenarios for organisations to overcome, but they also put a company at risk of fines, disruption loss of business and income. The price to remediate and fix the damage caused by phishing attacks can also be really costly for businesses. So now we've discussed what phishing is and the impact that it can have, we're now going to dig down a little bit further into the different phishing techniques used by cyber attackers. Firstly, the most common and prolific style of phishing is email phishing. These emails can hit an organisation of any size and from any industry. You could get caught up in a mass campaign by an attacker sending out large quantities of emails in the hope that someone will fall victim or it could be the first step in a more targeted attack against your company where the end goal is more specific such as stealing your data. With a click of a link your device could be infected with malware or you could have mistakenly handed over personal information. Secondly we have spear phishing a term used to describe a phishing attack where an individual, department or organisation is targeted rather than a mass user base. 
these attacks are highly tailored and involve pretexting or reconnaissance. Pretexting is when a perpetrator interacts with an individual to establish trust, asking questions which are required to confirm the victim's identity. Reconnaissance is the process of gathering information on a target in preparation for an attack, commonly information already in the public domain, to map out their plan. Spear phishing attacks often contain the name of the recipient and specific details linked to the organisation, such as phone numbers and job titles, in order to make this attack more believable and harder to spot. Whaling is a type of phishing that aims to target high-level individuals, including CEOs and directors. This focuses on gaining access to their credentials, installing malware or coercing them into transferring money. Whaling is a useful approach for attackers because more senior individuals will have access to more sensitive information. Next up, we have smishing and vishing, which move away from emails being used as the threat vector. Smishing instead refers to SMS phishing, where a text message is sent. These texts often spoof legitimate businesses and can often demand urgency, manipulating victims to engage. Tessian reported that on average, 56% of employees have received a smishing text message and 32% complied with its requests. So, how does smishing work to extract information? Often, these texts will seek to encourage individuals to do one of the following. Open a link to a fraudulent site, contact another person, or download an attachment or application. Vishing is slightly different as it means voice phishing and is conducted over the phone to coerce people into sharing sensitive information. Phishing is slightly different as it means voice phishing and is conducted over the phone to coerce people into sharing sensitive information. This type of attack is often used as a second phase for the attacker because it's more successful when they've been able to collect personal information beforehand through the pretexting and reconnaissance methods that we've previously discussed. The last phishing technique that we're going to talk about is social media phishing, which, as the name suggests, is carried out via social media platforms and has many consequences. One example of this is a social media account takeover, either of an individual's or organisation's account, which can lead to the spread of misinformation, harmful content or the spread of malware. Not only this, but it can give threat actors access to your social media network, potentially including customer details. To wrap all this up, we've spoken about what phishing is and its increase in prevalence among cyber criminals. We've touched on some of the most common techniques that's used and what that means for organisations and individuals. It's for these reasons that it's so important for organisations to ensure that their employees are prepared and armed with the knowledge and tools to spot these phishing attempts. Not only will this add a vital layer of security for businesses, but it will also transcend into the personal lives of these individuals and create a more vigilant population to threats both at home and at work. If you want to know how to protect your organisation from these attacks, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes to learn how. As always, do send through any questions you may have to moreinfo at dayconnect.co.uk. Alternatively, you can speak with one of our team by calling 01423 
425 498 if you have any specific cybersecurity concerns. Thanks for joining us for another episode of What's Securing?